Welcome to the CX Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Katrina Scarlett, and I'm here to help you elevate your customer experience to create a legacy of raving loyal fans for your business. This show has been recorded in a mini series format to quickly get you the information you need. I know as an entrepreneur, you're super busy. That's why each episode lasts roughly the same amount of time you spend sitting in the Starbucks drive-thru. This first mini series is focused on giving you an introduction to customer experience and explaining why it's so incredibly vital for your online business. So without further ado, my friend, let's get started. Welcome back and thank you for joining me for this fourth episode in our mini series. This episode is focused on discussing two rather simple but incredibly important customer experience strategies that every business should be making a priority. Now, I'm going to start this episode with a disclaimer and let you know that what I'm about to share is nothing that should be mind-blowing or earth-shattering. These two strategies we're talking about are essentially fundamentals and foundational components of being successful in business. They're things that should be a top priority and focus for us every day we are doing business. So, Before we really get into it, I just want you to know that I'm not about to share some crazy new strategy that you've never heard of that's going to change how you do business for the rest of your life. Really what we're doing is zoning in on things that you should already be doing, and I hope you are, and helping you emphasize how much you do make those things a priority moving forward. In today's world of online business, I think it's become really easy for business owners to get distracted by the shinier things like external validation through lead generation and growth in social media following and even sales and revenue growth because that in turn is something that many business owners want to and desire to tote on social channels as a way of validating their success in business. However, when we put our focus on those external channels, those external means of validation, it means that we're putting our focus on the customer we want, the customer we don't yet have. And if that's where we put all of our focus and attention, it means we're doing so at the absolute detriment of the customer we already have. And the customer we already have can help us either grow or shrink our business depending on how we choose to treat them and focus on them while we have them. Of course, I don't want to undervalue the importance of growing your audience. I do, however, want us to be reminded that those efforts will be for nothing if we aren't also focusing on the customers we already have and serving them extremely well. Okay, now that my little soapbox spiel has been done, let me tell you the first strategy I want us to focus on in this episode. It's proactive and transparent communication. Not mind-shattering, right? (laughs) I've had several negative customer experiences that fully stemmed from a customer's lack of focus on proactive and transparent communication. And those experiences, 99.9% of the time, could have been fully avoided had they put proactive communication and transparency at the forefront of how they do business. 
Think about it yourself. How many times have you found yourself in a situation where you wish you'd been told something in advance and because you weren't, you were left feeling frustrated or maybe even in a difficult position? When it comes to a business not necessarily leading with proactive and transparent communication, it's typically due to two reasons. One, they don't anticipate their customers' needs in advance, so everything kind of becomes retroactively communicated or with very short notice and often little to no detail for clarity, or they're also putting the customer in the position of needing to be the one to reach out to get the information they need. And the second reason is they want to avoid something they perceive as being negative. So that might be trying to avoid conflict, or maybe they feel too much transparency is going to give away their trade secrets, or maybe they feel that if they proactively tell their customers something, it might result in more unwanted work for the business or a particular person within the business. And yes, Communicating with a proactive and transparent focus can often be a little bit scary and maybe feel overwhelming. A lot of times when we think about communicating something transparently and proactively, it brings up feelings of concern regarding what our customers going to think, how they're going to react, is this going to upset people, There are often times that we're having to tell them something they may not want to hear. Like maybe you're changing the structure of how you do business. Maybe you are changing your pricing. Maybe you're taking away a service or product that people have come to love and are likely going to be disappointed and sad to see it go away. That type of communication, while scary and overwhelming, is an opportunity to exceed expectations for your customers. Yes, you might upset people. Yes, you might disappoint people. But what I can tell you is that level of disappointment, that level of frustration is going to be much less when that communication is delivered with advanced notice and strong clarity and transparency. The more notice you give, the more context and detail you give, especially when you are delivering news that is likely to upset and frustrate people, will make all the difference. Communicating that information well in advance and with transparency not only helps reduce the potential feelings of frustration and disappointment that some of your customers might experience, but it also puts the control back in the hands of the customer. It allows them to take time to digest the information, to understand the information, and decide how they want to move forward. Do they continue doing business with you? Do they change how they're doing business with you? Or maybe they just have more questions and now they have the opportunity to reach out and seek more support and information from you. Alrighty, now let's shift our focus to the second strategy I want to talk about today. Timely and accurate follow through. Again, not a revolutionary and earth-shattering concept, right? Ideally, it's something that all of us set out to achieve and do consistently when we created our businesses. 
However, like I mentioned at the top of the episode, this is definitely one of the areas and one of the foundations of successful business that gets heavily impacted when we become distracted by all of those external ways of getting validation for our business, like focusing our attention solely on growth in social media and lead generation and sales, because all of those things take our attention and our focus away from the customer we already have and who we need to be focused on serving. Making timely and accurate follow-through a priority in your business means that you are choosing to put what you promise at the forefront of your business. It means that you choose executing on your promises and your commitments to your customers above all else. And that's how it should be, right? We need to make sure that our customers know we deliver. And not only do we deliver, ideally we deliver and exceed expectations. However, when our focus is elsewhere, when we're distracted on the shiny objects, it allows opportunity for many things to fall through the cracks. Project details, timelines, meetings, contact information. There's so many ways that poor follow through can impact the customer experience. But at the end of the day, what is the end result? The customer is left feeling undervalued and or forgotten about. And as you can probably attest to in your own experiences, those types of customer experiences where you're left feeling undervalued, overlooked, or forgotten about, those are the ones that stick with you. Those are the ones that you can recount today verbatim, even though they happened three years ago. Those feelings last far longer and are far more intense than the feelings created from a positive experience. Now, I've already alluded to one of the reasons many business owners can lose sight of delivering timely and accurate follow through, and that's due to distraction, right? They put their focus on other things that take them even further away from serving the customer they have today. The second reason is that they lack the proper processes and systems in their business to track details, timelines, follow up tasks, etc. And the third reason is they're overbooked. They've taken on more work than they can actually properly handle and service. And that third reason can often be the hardest one to swallow and the hardest one to combat. Because as business owners, we're all really in that business of wanting to say yes, right? We want to help more customers. We want to take on more projects. We want to be of bigger service. However, there does come a point where taking on too much is actually at the detriment of the customer experience and our business as a whole. So as business owners, we need to have a strong understanding of how much capacity we have to take on work and ensure that we're filling that bucket, but we're not allowing that bucket to overflow at any one given time. By keeping the size of our bucket in mind at all times, aka our capacity to take on more work, It means that we're creating the right amount of space to ensure that we can service the customers and projects that we need to today. And it doesn't mean that you have to say no to other customers and other projects. Instead, it's just a yes, I'd love to work with you. I can work on this project or I can take you on as a consulting client starting in X amount of time or on X date. When you set those boundaries and those terms for how you can be of service and support someone, 
if they're your ideal client, they won't hear a no. They're going to hear that you know your capacity limits and that you have boundaries so you can properly and exceptionally serve your customer base. And your ideal client will respect you more for holding that space and those boundaries because it tells them that you value offering exceptional service and support to your customers. And they will know and be assured that when you are able to focus on their request and their need for service, that they're going to get the best of you. Now, of course, none of us are perfect. Mistakes are going to happen and that's okay. However, the more we make proactive and transparent communication and timely and accurate follow through top priorities in our business, the more we reduce the opportunity for gaps and oversights and for creating frustration and disappointment for our clients. And all of that leads towards creating consistency in your business and consistency in your business leads to confident and predictable service levels so that your customers know without a doubt the level of exceptional service and support they can expect when they choose to work with you and when they choose to refer you. And when you've established that with your customer base and your referral base, that leads into legacy building, my friend. Now, I actually have my own customer experience story that I want to share with you because it brilliantly highlights the importance of these two strategies we just talked about today. However, for the sake of time, I'm actually going to drop that story as a bonus episode in this mini series because I want to hold true to my promise to try and keep these episodes more bite sized so that they're easily digestible for you. So if you want to hear that story, make sure to catch the next episode, which will be marked as a bonus story episode for you. And in the meantime, as I've been doing in true fashion of all the other episodes, I want to leave you with a little bit of homework. This one shouldn't be too hard either, just a little bit of reflection more than anything. So I want you to grab your closest notebook or paper napkin, whatever it might be, and write down three ways or areas in your business where you can make improvements that would allow your business to be better at communicating proactively and with transparency. And if any feelings of resistance come up for you, concerns around sharing too much or upsetting customers, make sure to write that down too, because that can also be really insightful for you. And then I want you to do the same regarding follow through. What refinements could you make that would allow you to follow through with more accuracy and timeliness in your business? And what areas in your business might be a roadblock? Maybe you need more team members. Maybe you need better systems and tools. Those things will also be helpful to recognize as you're going through this exercise. All right, so now that you have your homework assignment for this episode, it's time for us to wrap up. I really hope you'll join me for episode number five though, because in that episode, we're drilling into the value and power of raving loyal fans. We sort of touched on that topic in episode number two, but we're going to lean even further into that conversation in the next episode. So until then, have an incredible day, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. If you're keen to learn more about amplifying your customer experience, head on over to our website at scarletandco.ca. 
At the bottom of the homepage, you can snag our high value email swipe bundle, five customer centric emails every business needs in their arsenal to create raving loyal fans. It's completely free and a great place to start on your customer experience journey. Then if you want to dive in even deeper by becoming a CX pro yourself, check out our CX certification program. You can find links for all of this and more in the show notes. As always, much gratitude, my friend. I'll catch you next time.